From San Diego, California, this is One Extraordinary Marriage Show. We're being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. In today's show, we're talking about the challenges you face trying to maintain intimacy with everybody home. And there's an anonymous quote that says, when you are really in need, you think of creative solutions to your problems. And when everybody's home and you're trying to maintain your intimacy, you are really in need. So it's time to get creative. That's right. We start each and every One Extraordinary Marriage show with a hug. And if this is your first time listening to the show, we just want to give a big welcome to you. We're so happy to have you as part of the One Family. And and so you know, a hug is an opportunity for you to hear from someone else in the family, someone who's had transformation in their marriage. And this hug comes from an email that we received that started off with, we have been married for 35 years. Mm, I've been listening since December 2019 when I was traveling to visit my daughter and asked if there were any good podcasts she liked to listen to. Yours was one of three that she suggested. And I just want to say shout out to all of you that share the show. And even to a daughter who's sharing this with her mom. So kudos to you. So awesome. She goes on to say, I was hooked from the first episode I listened to. I came home and shared the show with my husband. We began to talk about things that we had never talked about before. And he was very surprised when I suggested we do the 30 day sex challenge as I am the low desire spouse. Right on. I don't think he ever expected that. I explained that I wanted what all these other couples had found. He made sure I was serious before we signed up. We then had to decide what this would look like and began to set a plan. He was a little worried that he would always have to initiate. So we agreed on odd and even days to take turns. Oh, I like that. Makes it simple. Yep. We have seen our communication blossom in this area. And with God's grace, we did it. <laughs> we have it. come a long way. And I can't believe the 30 days is over. It seemed like a very long month. And yet it went quickly. Through this, God has shown me that I don't have to be like everyone else. He created mm-hmm. me uniquely. And that is okay. My body may not respond the same as other people. But I'm learning to embrace that to continue to move forward. We are setting plans in place to embrace the intimacy lifestyle and look to continue the journey called marriage. Wow. You know what? This is the thing. Breakthrough can happen. It doesn't matter if you've been married six months or you've been married 35 years. Breakthrough can come in your marriage when you are intentional and you take action. It's what we've been saying since we started this this show 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And, and it's a little contrary to, to many folks in the marriage world because Elise and I are about being intentional and taking action because we know that your love for your spouse can change when you start taking action. Those feelings will follow. Mm-hmm. They will. It's, it's being bold in one area. And, and if you're listening and, and you've listened to us and, and I hopefully you, you get it and you understand that we want to share something, then we want to give you some action steps. Right. It may not be your week. This may not be the week where you take action. And yet, what episode have you listened to recently where you're like, ding, 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 that's the one we need to hone in on. Go after that right now. Go after it. Be intentional right now and take action. So cool. And I just, I do love when, you know, the couples that have been married for so many years see that breakthrough. Mm-hmm. Because it's oh, not yes. just for those of you that have been married, you know, for a few months. But, but know that transformation happens. 
all mm-hmm. along. And, you know, as we're, as we're starting this show, you know, we're right in the middle of this coronavirus pandemic, but really this show about intimacy with everyone home, it doesn't matter if we're talking about, you know, we're on lockdown and everyone's home or it's Christmas break and everyone's home or it's summer vacation. And the kids who have been going off to school every day are now in your space all the time, getting into this place where we really start thinking about, you know, how do we navigate having a whole bunch of extra people in the house mm-hmm. and a lot less privacy, people's schedules being all over the place. And like Tony was just saying a minute ago, you know, the focus of the show from the beginning has been about how do we get intentional? Mm-hmm. And so when there are these extra people and, and we have these disruptions to our patterns and, and there's just this breakdown of connection, it can feel like intimacy sort of flies out the window that it, it just becomes, oh yeah, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll get to it. Mm-hmm. we'll get like, I'll make time for it. I'll make time for it. And then, you know, if your to-do list looks anything like mine, the stuff at the bottom of the to-do list just keeps rolling. It's why I only put like three things on my list now. Cause I just want to get it done. But, it, but back in the day I would have like 10 or 20 things on my to-do list. She would. And I would venture to say the bottom 10 just carried over day to day. And if we're doing that with our intimacy, if we're saying, well, you know what, if we start making all these excuses, well, there are people home or, or, you know, the, the walls are too thin or, or all of these different things, like we can't get any privacy, then it could be days, weeks. And I would even venture to say months, you know, like we're talking to summer break, right? You could have, you know, two or three months when your kids are home or, or whatever this pandemic is going to look like. I mean, who knows how long you know, we're going to be in stay at home. You could have months where the intimacy doesn't even have a role in your marriage. And the truth is that extraordinary couples take the steps necessary to create extraordinary intimacy. And they look for ways to do that. Even when everything else that the world would see would be like, yeah, you know what? We'll give you a pass on that. Because there are a lot of people that are looking at this season very specifically and saying, you know what, like focus on the kids and their homeschooling, focus on, focus on, you know, trying to make, you know, work from home happen and focus on all of these things. But nobody's standing back and saying, hey, What does it look like to focus on the couple in the Mm -hmm. home? What does it look like to focus on marriage? How can we strengthen that unit and say, you know, we're still going to figure out how to be intimate with one another, even in the midst of all these extra people and the crazy schedules and all this kind of stuff. And that's really what the heart of this show is, because like I had a text, uh, conversation because, you know, we are social distancing. So we didn't actually meet for coffee, but it was a text conversation that was going on the other day. And she reached out and, you know, it's kind of this like, I'm loving my husband, but I'm having a really hard time liking him right now Mm because we're just, we're feeling disconnected. And I'm like, check, I've been there. And she said, we're just not be able to get out on our walk and talks and like date night, you know, kind of like, what's that? And, And she's like, and by the time we actually get to spend time together at the end of the day, we're exhausted. And I just like, I sat there and I looked at the text and I said, everyone is, everyone's in that place. It doesn't matter if you're an essential worker. It doesn't matter if you've got little kids. It doesn't matter if you've got teenagers. We're all trying to figure this out. And we're all in some measure, a little bit exhausted just from this disruption. And so what does it look like? What does it look like to be that one in a million that says, you know what, we're going to figure this out. I mean, we know, we asked you guys, you know, how many of you have extra people around all the time right now? And it was almost 70%. Right? It was 69%, which I think is, re- you, you need to say that. It's 69%. Oh, I wasn't even thinking, yeah, the, yeah. It was 69%. So right there alone. Tony likes it, the number. In my mind is we this need to week, do a show. <laughs> this week, getting to 69, have some fun with one another.
Boom. There you go. So 69% of you, which is very close to 70, but 69% of you said there's extra people around. And 67% of you said that it's impacting your intimacy. Mm-hmm. And we get it. I mean, we have, you know, it's the two of us plus our two teenagers mm-hmm. in our house. And prior to all of this, our son, the older one, you know, he's got his driver's license. He's in sports. He's going to school. Like we wouldn't see him. There, there could be days where we wouldn't see him from like breakfast until nine o'clock, nine thirty, mm-hmm. depending on what the sports schedules look like. He was just gone, like mm-hmm. periodic texts. I mean, we, we, yeah, we, we knew where he was. Right. But, I mean, we would see him off in the morning because typically Elisa and I are up in the morning. We'd see him off to go to school and or to weightlifting and and all that. And yet, his schedule at this time of where he is. He, he honestly, he is, he's gone. He's checking in. He's at school. He's lifting. He's doing practices. He's doing all that sort of stuff. So by the time he'd get it home, it's, you know, eight, nine o'clock at night and we'd sit down, we'd have some chat and talk with him. He'd take a shower and that was he's it. He's off to bed. And so like not around, or if he was around, he was exhausted or doing mm-hmm. homework. Like th- that was kind of his place. And then our middle schooler, you know, had practices and lessons and things like that. And even though, you know, she's around a little bit more, there were still those days where, you know, Monday through Friday, she's off and out the door to mm-hmm. school. And, you know, at this point in time, now everybody is into this place called our home. Um, nobody's going anywhere. So they're around all the time. Mm-hmm. School is online. They're figuring it out. They're, we are a lot more lax on the schedules because, you know, where do you got to go? What do you got to do? For us with right now with what they're doing with their their schooling, they're, they're finding out that, you know what? I can get my schooling done in two hours and call it good. What mm-hmm. you should take me, you know, six, seven hours on campus, I can do in two. So they've learned that. We've had to adjust to that and understand it. And our perspective is get the work done. Yeah. Let us check it. Let us make sure you're doing what you got to do, but get it done and call it good. And what that means is that they're around a lot. Like even as I was prepping the show, the, mm-hmm. the irony was not lost to me. I'm prepping the show about how now they just like randomly walk into the office or they'll like walk into our bedroom. We still keep the door locked at night, but during the day, like they'll just walk right in or they'll, you know, like come and sit down next year. They'll just be like, Hey, I want to have a, and so I'm writing all of this and prepping this show. And one of them walks in and he's like, Hey mom, <laughs> what's up? Just, just coming to see how you're doing. Right. And that's, that's our world. Like these interruptions, these mm-hmm. schedules, all of this, you know, connection, because nobody can go anywhere or do anything. And we're only getting out for the occasional, you know, Alex has physical therapy. So he gets to go out twice a week for an hour and like grocery store. Mm-hmm. That's about where we're at. And oh, I do. I do make our, our runs to the post office. Post office. And, and when I do make my run to the post office, I do get to Jack in the box to get my iced tea. <laughs> Which is, you know, half a block from the post office. So there's this place of, of schedules being blurred and responsibilities being shifted. And what are we going to, how are we going to come out of this situation? And again, it doesn't matter if we're talking two weeks at Christmas break or we're talking two months coronavirus. Like, I don't know what the length of time is for you when you're listening to the show, but what does it look like if we start addressing the disconnect that couples are feeling, this place of just one day blending into the next, of not feeling like there's anything special mm-hmm. about the time. Like I heard a, a few people um, in the comments share with us, well, you know, like we see each other all the time now. 
Does w- it- welcome to mine and Elisa's world. <laughs> like, like that's that's what we do all the time. I, I think we need to do because we do have our series that we we've started called Navigate the Pandemic Together. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if we do a, a, a part, one of the parts in that series is just what does it look like when you work together? And, and maybe you're not working in the same business together like Elisa and I do, and yet you work you're working at home together. You're, you're, you're doing a lot more together and how, because that line, and I get it, that line of we're working and yet we're married. And so we're supposed to be intimate that can get a little blurred. Mm -hmm. And, And I think it may even happen a lot of marriage when we look at marriage as a whole. And we look at the things that need to happen in our marriage. We've done a, an episode on chore wars. You know, we've we've done these things that they, they blurs all of this sort of like, well, how do we get intimate now? Right, because with the, with specifically the blurred schedules and having extra people around, it just doesn't feel like. I think what I struggle with is just where's the separation? Like everything blends into everything else. There mm-hmm. isn't like, oh, well, this is the work day and now we're going to have family dinner and now everyone's going to go to bed. And then in the morning, everybody's going to get up and they're going to go off to work and I'm going to have this time. And so we're we're in a space where the time to even put ourselves in that intimate like headspace is a little foggy. Yeah, it, I, mean, yeah and, I was going to say that as well. It, it's foggy. They're, they're, they're sort of a... It's just, it's there, but how do we get out of one? Mm-hmm. And even right now, like intimacy with everyone home, how do we get out of one and get into that next? Because it is so blurry and, and foggy in that, that area. Absolutely. And you know, a lot of you shared with us what you're dealing with and you're dealing with just sheer exhaustion. Mm-hmm. right? It, it, it's a tiring season. You're dealing with someone always needing your attention. <laughs> Which leads to the exhaustion. Right. Because somebody is either on you or you're trying to do, like I had the other day, I had eight Zoom calls. So everybody that I needed to be in interaction with needed that connection. And then also the kids and Tony, you know, so like somebody's always needing you. And and I also want to say though, there's also the emotional exhaustion. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the amount of work you're putting in emotionally into, you know, what, what you're doing and then into everybody else, mm-hmm. all the all the feelings and the emotions to manage and to figure out what's happening. Right. Th- that's a lot. And you can get to the end of the day, not physically tired, but emotionally just done. Mm-hmm. And there's, you know, this just fear of, uh, you know, being too loud. Like a lot of people, when we were talking about the intimacy, you know, specifically around sexual intimacy, people are like, okay, well, there's all these extra people and it feels like the house is too small and I'm worried about being too loud or not mm-hmm. having privacy or, you know, a couple of folks shared with us, you know, we just can't walk around naked because for a lot of couples, the college kids have come back, right? And all of a sudden, you know, you have these adult kids who can't go anywhere and they're cramping your style, mm-hmm. right? Or you just, you have this fear of interruptions or the lack of privacy. And so, you know, the thing that makes the pandemic a little bit different from a school break or a vacation is that you know exactly how long it's going to last, right? You know, like, like a school break, you're like, it's two weeks or it's summer break and that's nine weeks. And so 
because we're in this indefinite window right now, we have to actually say, what are we going to put into place now? Because if you can figure out how to be intimate with everyone home, when we're in the middle of a pandemic, when things are very fluid and loose and you don't have these hard and fast, you know, end dates, then what are you going to be able to accomplish when it is summer break or when it is Christmas break? You're going to be so much more uh, empowered and equipped to actually be able to make it happen. And that's what we want to talk about. Stress, hormone changes, and lack of sleep can impact your skin, causing issues like dryness, dark spots, and acne. I know the closer I get to 50, the more aware I become of this. OneSkin, today's sponsor, offers a simple skincare routine to address these concerns at a cellular level. OneSkin has developed a proprietary peptide called OS1 that's scientifically validated to improve the health of your skin beneath the surface without irritation or a complicated multi-step routine. I use the OS1 face topical supplement on my face and neck, which often needs a little extra care with age. Additionally, the OS1 eye supplement helps keep the under eye area fresh, even on little sleep. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OEM at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OEM. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support your show and tell them we sent you. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So let's all first and foremost acknowledge the fact that we do love our regular routines. But, and this is a capital but, and y'all know how I, I feel about buts, but I am going to use it in this place. It's time to create some new routines. We have to acknowledge the fact that, that life looks a little different right now. Mm -hmm. So what can we create? What can we put into place? How can we do this together to have new strategies? Okay. Can I, can I share one resource yeah, that we got? Jump in. I have to. Um, and I think this will be, be great now. And as you move forward in those durations, when there is everybody home during like that spring break, well, mm -hmm. spring breaks only a week. So you can usually sort of get through that, but you know, your, your Christmas breaks can be longer for those of you who homeschool even, you know, how do you guys make sure that your intimacy is happening with everyone around for those who are year round school? I mean, you you get like four weeks off at a time. I mean, there's big chunks of time is our coronavirus marriage planner mm, and get that call. at one extraordinary marriage.com slash coronavirus. And I'm telling you, we, we came up with 12 pages. We went through the five intimacies and we gave you questions that you guys can ask and answer. Again, we're all about being intentional and taking action because if you don't discuss those, mm -hmm. how do I know where you're at right now? And here's the thing. When you're doing this with your spouse, you have to be open, honest, and transparent about it. You can't say, oh, it's fine, and you're not. It, in, and as a receiving spouse, you have to listen. You, you have to just hear what your spouse is saying. I, I think a lot of times we, we think we know what we want to hear, and yet we don't. We get irritated with our spouses because they just sort of say the same thing over and over to us. 
but we're really not getting to the root of what's going on. And so if we just took half an hour and just said, what's really going on right now? And, and I'm speaking to myself when I say this, because Elisa and I have to be able to do these things as well. And we do. And yet there's a, there's a place of reminding like, oh, got it. Got to get back on track here and understanding where she is, where I'm at. So that way we can be intimate in a time when there is everyone around. And in all honesty, I mean, obvious, some of you may be looking at the show Intimacy with Everyone Home and you may be just focused on the sexual intimacy, but it's not just the sexual intimacy. It's how are you fostering and, and building and growing your emotional intimacy and your recreational intimacy when you do have everyone home? It changes things. You know, like when we were for our first dating, we'd go on dates and it would be the two of us. You and your love, that, that's who went on the date. I mean, yeah, you double date and you do you know, all those kinds of things, right? Maybe you had chaperones, that type of thing. But by and large, it was the two of you. And when everyone's home, it can feel really hard to just be the two of you. Mm-hmm. For sure. And so it's getting creative about that and saying, what can we do? What does it look like to say, you know, every day you have 24 hours, you know, newsflash, you do. It doesn't matter if we're in a pandemic. It doesn't matter if it's spring break. It doesn't matter if it's Christmas break. You still have 24 hours a day. Mm -hmm. And so when you look at that amount of time, can you find 20 minutes a day for your marriage? Maybe it's the 20 minutes that you'd like to push the snooze button. Maybe it's the 20 minutes that you're just like vegging out on, you know, I would say ESPN, but during the pandemic, I'm not even sure what they're doing right now from a sports standpoint, but you know, Pinterest or, you know, your newsfeed or whatever, Instagram, whatever it is, maybe it's that 20 minutes, but can you find the 20 minutes to say, you know, we're just going to make us a priority. We may have to put the kids in front of a cartoon or we may have to have like a special, you know, this is the, the snack that you only get when mommy and daddy are having their, you know, 20 minute time. But can you do that and focus on yourself every day? Like yesterday, Tony and I, I mean, we tend to have lunch together, not always, but yesterday we're sitting there having lunch and he started telling me about what he'd been reading just, you know, in his journaling, well, not reading in his journaling, but reading in his Bible and then journaling. And and we started having this, it was easily probably a 20 minute conversation just on spiritual intimacy and where we're seeing Jesus show up in this situation and what our journey has been like for the last 10 years. And it's a conversation we haven't had. Like, I don't remember recently in recent history having a conversation like that about faith or, or anything like that with Mm-mm. do you No. and so that was one of those moments like the rest of the day was busy and doing stuff and and whatnot but we found 20 minutes smack dab in the middle of the day and in that 20 minutes is again our hashtag for this year is dream again and even during these times when everybody is home we can still be dreaming mm-hmm we can still be dreaming. And, and, and for me, it is. Spiritual intimacy is really one of those areas where I, I want to connect more with Elisa. And knowing that those times when we can just have those moments, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, is wonderful. It's, it's amazing. I, I love being able to go to church and worship with her. And, and yet knowing more deeper where she's at, as well as where I'm at, is, is something that I've always dreamed about having for us. Mm-hmm. And you bring up a good point, you know, with this year's hashtag being dream again, you know, looking at this period of time when everyone is home and saying, what's the dream for our marriage? 
What's the dream for our sexual intimacy? What's the dream for our emotional intimacy? And not just having this dream, right? Not just saying, wow, it'd be great if we could, you know, have sex this many times, or it'd be great if we could, you know, get two hours to our, like, you can have the big dream, mm -hmm. but we've got to put a little bit of, you know, here's, here are the circumstances around it, right? If your big dream is to have, you know, sex two or three times a week, then how is that going to happen? Because without a plan, your dream is just like floating out there. And can I just say something to, especially around sexual intimacy, when everybody is home, those, those are going to be different conversations to be had because I'm experiencing it and Elise and I are experiencing it as well. That the, I enjoy the vocalization. I really do. I think that is a vital part to our sexual intimacy and that has changed. Mm -hmm. That has definitely changed. And so being able to have those conversations helps. It doesn't mean it's going to be forever. No, it, it means that we are in this place and we're going to adjust to the season we're in. And, and hopefully it just doesn't go on forever and we never talk about it again. We, we want to make sure that we're continuously having that conversation or maybe figuring out, okay, how are we going to be vocal? Is, is there a way that we can make that happen? You know, so just discuss with one another. Maybe if you are doing the intimacy lifestyle and you plan to have sex twice a week, maybe it's, you know, moving stuff from, you know, what you used to do maybe towards the evening, you're moving that now towards the morning. Mm -hmm. You're moving it to the shower. You're moving towards quickies. Just some things to think about that help you to go, okay, this is just right now. It's not forever. Mm -hmm. And yet we can still connect if we're on the same page and we're not trying to read each other's minds. Well, and that's exactly where the conversation comes in, right? Addressing we're in a season, mm -hmm. right? We're like a couple of folks said on the Instagram stories, a couple of folks said teenagers are home or college kids are home. Mm -hmm. So they're, they're home. They're in our space, which just kind of cramps the style. You know, you can't walk around naked, can't have sex in the living room, things like that. Uh, but they're also, because they're sleeping or they're staying up later, it kind of interrupts that nighttime, you know, like we'd have sex at night and now everybody's awake and they're like, we don't want to make noise. But the flip side of the teenagers staying up later is that they tend to sleep in later. Mm -hmm. And so people are like, you know, people were making the comment, hey, morning sex is making a comeback. Yes. You know, because if you can, then do it. And, and But have the conversations around this. Have the conversations where you both get to share what you want this season to look like. And, and it's okay if the execution is not perfect. Mm -hmm. can, can, this is a season that has to have grace. There are extra people in your home. But as you're taking the tools that you've learned from listening to various One Extraordinary Marriage shows and you've been plugged in for a length of time, you know that you're equipped to face this. You know that the intentionality is going to carry you through. You know, because we do things like this and because we're saying, you know what, we want, we want the one family to come out of this season with marriages that are stronger than ever that have said, yeah, you know what? Horribly inconvenient, not a great thing. Wouldn't want to do it again, but look at where we are. Look at what happened when we said, you know what? We're going to do 20 minutes a day. We're going to find 20 minutes to connect, whether it's sexually, emotionally, recreationally. You know, maybe you're saying, you know, two or three times a week, and we know we've got couples in the, in the one family that are doing this. We're just going to sit around and play games together. And we're laughing and we're, you know, sometimes the kids are playing with us. Sometimes they're not, you know, we've, we know we have couples that are, you know, sitting out on their, you know, back porches and decks and stuff. And they're sitting around the fire pit and they're just having, you know, a glass of wine or a cup of tea. And they're just sitting there looking at the stars going, here's where our life is right now. What are we dreaming for? You have the opportunity. 
Mm-hmm. I, I know the world is telling you this is all doom and gloom. And I know the world is telling you, you know, this is going to tear families apart. And this is such a burden. And this is such a stress. But let me tell you something. Oh my gosh. I don't even know why I'm getting emotional about this. You have everything that you need to come out of this to be stronger. And we will be behind these microphones every week, mm-hmm. twice a week, coming and standing along you guys and saying, you can do this. You can. You can make this be the best thing that happened to your marriage. You can look at each other at the end of this and say, you know what? That was like hell on earth, but I love you. And I love what we've created in going through this together as a team. Can I share this something with you guys? It was 10 years ago, a little, a, a little less, when we lost our home. So about eight, it's about nine years ago now. But the Great Recession hit. That was a decade ago. And I will tell you, in that time, it was dark. It was dark. And, I would, and I'd be lying to say it wasn't. And yet, I feel like what has happened in that decade, in that 10 years has brought Elisa and I closer together. Was it tough? Heck yeah. There were mornings I couldn't even get out of bed. It, it, was, it was to the point that I didn't know what was going to happen. And eventually we lost everything. We didn't have to file bankruptcy, but we did lose everything. I remember even having to call a buddy of mine. Man, this was humbling. We, our cars were breaking down. And uh, I remember having to call my buddy. I'm like, dude, I just need a car. And he goes, Hey, you know what? I got a 19, like 1996 Honda Accord. He goes, and it's middle of summer at this point. And the, he's like, the AC doesn't work. And I, and I just, it's like, okay. I go, I don't care. I, I can't afford a car right now. So if, if it's free, it's for me, it's for us. And I can get my family around. And yet I, I, I remember feeling low. And yet I look back now and I'm so glad Elise and I were willing to be intentional, even when we didn't want to be. I'm glad we were taking action in our marriage when everything else was telling us, don't, don't even put the time in. Because now I look and I see us now and I go, all of that prepared us for where we are today, for what we're going through now. So that way we can hold hands together now. So that way we can hold one another now. In a time of uncertainty, we can stand together and go, you know what? We're on the same team. We're still in this together. Nothing's going to come between us. And I think as we go through this, no matter what intimacy you need to focus in on with everyone home, again, it could be sexual, it could be emotional, it could be recreational, spiritual, financial, whichever one, stand up and go, we're on the same team. What we do now is going to make a difference for years to come. You're going to be stronger. You're going to be able to tell your kids how you went through something together and came out of it stronger. Know that we're here. We are. We can't, we can't, you know, kiss every hurt. We can't take care of every pain. I wish we could at times. And yet you got to walk through that because I do believe that you have a great calling on your life. You have a great calling on your marriage and going through this, and even when kids are home during the summertime, coming out of that stronger than what you went into can be such a blessing. It's not only now. I I just want to make sure that we understand that, that intimacy when everybody is at home 
isn't just for now. It's for all times. It's for all seasons. You can make it, you can make it together. So do know that we're not going anywhere. We're going to continue to share openly, honestly, and transparently about our lives and what we hear from you guys. And at the core of it is a message of hope and encouragement because we don't want you to be stuck in the feelings and sitting there and what are they doing and not moving because you got to start moving. You may need to move your body. You may need to move your mouth. You may may need to move yourself in a sexual position. So go do it. Go do it this week and do it together. Love you guys. Have a fantastic week and we'll catch you next week.